Welcome to Daddy Daughter Time, where we challenge parents to think outside of the box when it comes to tradition in and outside of the home. We keep it raw, honest, and dive into the most important conversations on culture and parenting. Every parent knows managing and maintaining a happy household isn't easy. However, love is a key ingredient to transcending difficult times. Discover how you can begin doing just that on today's show with your host, us, Dr. Tali McMichel and Naima McMichel McCallop. Hi, everybody. Hi, family. Welcome to Daddy Daughter Talk. I'm your co-host, Naima McMichel McCallop, and I'm here with Talib McMichel pastor and life coach with my daughter, Naima McMichelle McCallum. (laughs) Yep, that's my daddy, y'all. That's my daddy. And, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about in this episode is around family traditions and the importance of what they are, what they look like in our lives, and how today you can implement some of these tools and tips to create one or enhance the one that you have. Um, So with that said, daddy, Mm. where did you come up with the concept of family day? Well, sweetheart, um, I was studying anthropology for my undergrad and um, part of a class I took Um, we went and spent some time in Israel. And so I began to study the uh, Jewish culture while I was there. I was there for a little bit over a month. And as I studied the culture, one of the things that I learned is that they had um, traditions that um, were very important that they kept and they, they, they honored these traditions and they looked at these traditions and, and that the little kids coming up, they look forward to participating in these traditions at certain points in their lives. And I began to kind of take this in and say, how can I, as a Christian, mm-hmm. develop traditions that will reinforce our belief. Mm -hmm. And so when I got back to the States, um, I continued to mull this thought over. And then I began to play with the thought of um, creating something for us, our home. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was I took a menorah. And uh, I remember very distinctly that um, I took the menorah, put candles in uh, each little place where you put the candles in. um, And I shared with you and your sister, I said, we're going to create our own tradition. And so, and I gave each one of you a a passage from the Bible and told you that this is a passage that I'm going to read. And then we would sing uh, praise songs. And so at the end of our uh, celebrating our family day, our time together, because it was, it was centered around also 
um, getting up on a Saturday and spending the entire day together. So yeah. um, that became our family day, not just yeah. family time. Um, and, and, and I wanna say that it's important that you give whatever you have. If, if you only have an hour, then uh, make sure that you're able to commit yourself for that hour. For me, I had become very active in the community as a uh, spokesperson and a community activist and a pastor. And so I found myself not giving as much time as I felt I should to my family. And I <coughs> wanted to change that. And so it was important for me to put away my cell phone um, to tell you how long ago that was, I had a pager. Uh, so, uh, it was important for me to put my pager away, my cell phone away, and to commit myself to that time. So from morning until evening, it was our family day. And so what yeah. we did was we got up in the morning and we uh, fixed breakfast together. We went in the kitchen and you and your sister would um, help make breakfast, whatever it was. And you both had your assignments. We would uh, plate the food um, and then eat breakfast together. Then we would clean up. Then we would find an amusement park, a theater, uh, some activity that mm -hmm. the two of you enjoyed and we would go and do it. Then we would come back and then we would prepare dinner together. And dinner was a little bit more entailed because what we did was we would uh, set a formal setting for dinner. Uh, we would just like we were going out to a restaurant, but again, I wanted to teach the two of you that it was okay to be good to you. Yeah. Um, and so we had, the wine goblet and the water goblet, the wine goblet, the, all the flatware and the china and the place settings and placemats and napkins and et cetera. And it would look beautiful. And in the center of the table, we had this uh, menorah. And um, I would have someone light the menorah. Mm -hmm. and so the candles are burning as we're eating. And also part of our family day was, and this is very interesting because it, it, it was allowing the two of you or um, giving voice to your voice. Yes. I would ask the two of you, sweethearts, do you have anything you would like to share with me? Do you, did, is there anything that I did as a parent that you did not agree with. And the, the, the psychology behind that is, is I needed to let the two of you know that your voice was important. Yes. And so therefore I was willing to listen to the two of you. Now, here's what happened is when I said this, mm -hmm. uh, your sister being a, a little bit more introverted, uh, kind of withdrew. But you, on the other hand, being a little more extroverted, came mm -hmm. out. 
And so you unleashed on me for about five minutes until I had to put myself in timeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had and a lot I, to say. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I had to take a break. And I had to, I had to after about 10 minutes, I had to say, sweetheart, I, I, I need to just kind of take all of this in. And so I just need you, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> but after that, this became the pattern of our family day. And I would ask, and you would share, and your sister would share, and that was a part of our family day. At the end of the dinner, we would um, take all of the dishes in the kitchen, wash the dishes, come back, the candles are still burning on the menorah, and we would uh, read scripture out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sorry, we, we lit the menorah at the end of the uh, at the end of family day because yes. at the end of family day for each candle mm-hmm. I I would ask each one of you name a blessing something yeah. that you were thankful for and <clears throat> at the beginning of that when we first started it was like well I'm thankful for my teacher I'm thankful for uh, and you were really struggling to come up with something you were thankful for. Uh, After about two or three months, it became so easy because you were thankful for your family. Yeah. Neither one of you in the beginning, your sister or you, mentioned the other because in the beginning, neither one of you were thankful for your sibling. (laughs) But towards the end, towards towards really getting into this family day routine, both of you, it it was almost guaranteed as I watched you mature in the development of this this time together that the first or second candle that you would light had to do with your sibling. Yeah. Because what you learned is regardless of how that person might irritate you or, or annoy you, you were thankful that they were alive. That's right. And so giving thanks then became easy to light these candles because I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thankful for my dad. I'm thankful for my sister and my my aunt and my this person and that person. And it reinforced in the two of you, as we say, gratitude. Yes. Learning to be grateful for the little things in your lives and how to appreciate the people in spite of their attitudes and dispositions. Mm-hmm. And then we would end that after we lit the all of the candles, uh, we would retreat to the living room and watch a movie. And by that time, it was time for the, the two of you to take a bath. And uh, then we had kisses and hugs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes stories. And then the two of you would go to sleep. So um, that's kind of how I developed family day. Um, And, you know, it it was just such an honor and pleasure to have the children that I had to take them through it, to watch them become 
the incredible human beings that they are today and now be in a place where I can watch my grandchildren becoming uh, incredible human beings that will mm -hmm. contribute to this world in, in an awesome way. Thank you, Daddy. Um, you know, as you were talking, it's like I was just sitting and remembering all those beautiful memories and just the several family days and just the impact that they've had on mm. my life. Mm. And, um, you know, even just connecting the pieces of, okay, like, that's why I do this aspect of our mm. family day, because we had, because you focused um, and was intentional. And I want to circle back to this, because I think it's so important and just want to encourage our listeners of being present, the power of just being present with your family, because mm. it isn't about quantity. It is about quality. Yes. yes. And that makes all the difference. And I love that you mentioned, you know, even if, you know, utilize what you have, right? Even if it's just 10 minutes, yes. spending that 10 minutes being there with your children. And I mean, not physically just there, but emotionally, mentally, yes. and spiritually yeah. there with them, in tune with them, connected with them means all the world makes all the difference in the world. And I say that from my own lived experience, from the memories and the experience that I've had with you, because that is the intentionality that you placed um, in such high regard when we would have these family days and really all my life. <laughs> mm. But certainly, you know, during those, those times where it was like this family day, no pager, it is us. I'm not doing anything. Right. It is us. It is our time. And so I, again, um, I'm just so grateful for it. And it, it shaped how I do my family days. And for us in our home, we have our um, <laughs> family Friday family fun, or excuse me, Family Fun Fellowship Friday. It's a lot of Fs, y'all. Mm. <laughs> and what's so beautiful is, is that, you know, it was something where rooted in what it was that you created and nurtured for me, where my husband and I, we were able to come to the table with our kids and say, this is what we'd like to do. What does this look like for you? What are the pieces that you want to that you would want to do to bring into this experience, right? To to make this our time, our tradition, and mold it in the way in which we desire for it to look like. And so every and what we did is we sat down and every person, and I love again circling back to what you said, Daddy, is that you know, one of the things that you grounded for us is making sure that we had a voice. Yes. And um that's that again was carried on in my way of parenting and also certainly in how we created our, our family day because we made sure that our kids had a voice. One, we wanted to hear their voice and what it was that we were creating together. And two, in our family days, um, we do this, a round table as well where we're checking in. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, we have a whole list of like different type of conversation starter questions where we just pick one and we check in 
and um, we do our family devotional. And in the family devotional, we have questions that allow us to dive deeper in not just connection and relationship building, but in our relationship with the Lord together. And that was, that is something that was extremely important in our family days is that making sure that, you know, we're not just um, growing together, but we're growing in all aspects of our lives as a whole being that's, that's mind, body and spirit. And so, and then one of the things that we do in our family days is the kids do an activity as well. So it's like, we ask them, their thing is they get to pick whatever we're going to eat, whatever they, whatever it is, they get to pick it. It's, it's their turn. And whether that's, you know, the, the main dish and or dessert and they get to decide. And so they pick what they want and we do a round of gratitude. And I'm so grateful again, for just the, just the example that I have in you and what you modeled for me, because what you modeled for me is that gratitude is a spiritual practice, Mm -hmm. right? Gratitude is a lifestyle. And so when it came to creating um, this family day for us, we wanted to make sure that it was embedded in gratitude. And so we do that, we do a round table of gratitude and we uh, have each person goes to each family member and says what they're grateful for. And it's such a beautiful thing. And you know, your baby and with, yes. I'll say with Alexander, he is such a wise little soul. And the things that really has come out of both of their mouths have just been, uh, I can't even put into words of what they've shared of just how they're grateful to be on like just the the gratitude of just being on this earth right Mm. like to have a kid to say I'm grateful that God made me (laughs) Mm. you know and have a child to say I'm grateful that you're my parent like it's such a beautiful thing and sweetheart I'd like to compliment uh you and your husband on Mm. your parenting Um, thank you daddy because the two of you together complement one another. Yeah. And I, I have had the pleasure of sitting and watching the two of you. And, and for those of you listening, it's not always easy to be grateful. Yeah. And, and gratitude is not having everything that goes your way and pleasing you in the moment. Sometimes it's, it's finding the gratitude. That's it. The joy. Sometimes it, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, I can't see it. I don't feel it, but God, I know it's there. Yeah. And so I'm just going to be grateful, even if I don't understand it. Yeah. And, and, and especially when you're dealing with kids, because we all know that kids are going to push you to the limit. Uh, yeah. They're, they're going to, they're going to test you. They're going to try you and, and you're not always going to feel it. But it's so important that you always show it. Yeah. Because kids operate on what I call intuition. Yes. And so what, what are they picking up on? You can take a child and that child walks in the room and looks at a person and they don't like that person. What, what just happened? Because that's Uncle Joe Bob and everybody else likes Uncle Joe Bob. But that child walked in the room 
and they are operating on instincts. That's right. They are more instinctive than we are. We turn ours off at some point in our lives. Yeah. But that our kids live on those instincts. They don't yeah. have the equipment that they have to defend themselves. And so their instincts are, are heightened. And so it's, it's important that, that if as parents, we're dealing with our kids, that we don't tell them because sometimes we can tell them without words, I'm displeased mm -hmm. with you. Mm. We can tell them with our body language. We can tell them with our facial expressions. We can tell them as we turn away and walk away from them that I am displeased with you. And then we think because we didn't say it verbally, we didn't release it, that if I didn't release it verbally, then I didn't say it. And so yeah. therefore it's okay. And our kids are reading what we didn't say. And That's I've watched right. you get down on your knees to meet your kids eye to eye on their level, not as an adult hovering over them, but a person who's willing to get down and say, I need you to understand this. And it, it's just, and I say this because it's so important as parents that we meet our kids and that we try to, as we said in our last section, to be 100% present there, 100% yeah. present for them. And, and I've seen this and that's why, and I, I, I don't mind bragging on my grandkids. That's why they're <laughs> such incredible people. Oh, I love you, daddy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And, and, I, and thank you also for uplifting that because it's so true as a parent, you know, the fact is that none of us get a rule book, right? A guide on how to parent. <laughs> right, right. And at the same time, you know, our children are born and they didn't get a guide or a rule book on how to be a child either. Right. So one of the things that um, I know for me and my household that I'm really intentional about is what am I modeling? Like I'm consistently mm -hmm. thinking about who am I, who am I becoming and what person am I modeling for them? And that's in my words, in my actions, in my body behavior, everything what am I modeling for them because if my intention is for them to always know that they are loved right mm. and it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a time and place where we're going to have some firm conversations or there's time for correction or redirection right mm -hmm. but even in that how can I still show them that they are loved even when they there's a need for correction right how can I still open up the door and lay the foundation to provide a space for understanding to let them know that I hear them I see them they're valued I hear what you're saying I want to know what you're saying and this is what may need to happen in this scenario right. as the parent right. but I still make room to let them know that they are important and that they matter and that they're loved and that will never change. I so think I that's, where, 
that's where the generational thing comes in, sweetheart, because um, I was able to break some of the traditions that I lived through as a child. I lived through the generation that said a child should be seen and not heard. I lived through the generation that said that if you look at an adult eye to eye, you are challenging that adult. Right. And right. therefore, it breeded a generation that felt inferior to authority. Mm-hmm. And what we see and what I see in the generation that's coming up in your generation, because you were told to voice, to give, to, to, to uh, utilize your voice. And now you are challenging your children to utilize their voice and you're challenging mm-hmm. them. I, I watched my granddaughter um, when someone asked her a question and she looked that person directly in their eyes and responded to them because she wanted that person to know in this moment, I'm giving you my undivided attention, but I'm not mm-hmm. afraid of you. Mm-hmm. And what is that saying to this new generation that's coming up is that they will have a confidence that two generations back, they didn't have. Mm. They will have an assurance that two generations back, they didn't have. Yeah. Which is so, it, it, it's almost profound. But this is, this is why I get excited talking about the millennials and and the Gen Zs and and the new generations that are coming up because they will have opportunities and and that will avail themselves, that will lend towards a new response. They will be able to create responses that we didn't even think about two generations back. And it's because of what's taking place now. So um, thank you for for the work that you're doing and, the, and, and to all of the parents that may not see it right now, yeah. you may yeah. not feel it right now, yeah. but my encouragement to you is to hang in there That's because right. you are stimulating and creating a generation that will lead us into a new time, a new dawn and a new day. And so be encouraged. Um, this, this generation is incredible. And the job that you're doing, I applaud all of the uh, young parents for what you're doing and the way you're doing it. Mm, thank you, Daddy. Thank you. Well, I can just speak for myself in saying that um, I didn't get here by myself, okay? And that I am able to implement and navigate my parenting journey in this way because of what you modeled for me. Mm. So I thank you um, mm. because I, I wouldn't know unless I had those experiences that you intentionally provided that you decided to do, you know, the deeper, the inner work, right? That you decided to challenge yourself to say, you know what, I may not know how to do this, but I'm going to try to find out Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it in a space that cultivates love 
and joy and play. So um, I thank you for just being who you are. And of course, always being my daddy. Thank you, sweetheart. You're welcome. So as we close this conversation, I hope that this has been stimulating to all of our listeners. And I hope that it also just ignites you to know that um, you get to create legacy mm. in every moment. And in creating that legacy, what it does require is for you to be intentional. So with that said, what are some things that families can do who are listening um, to create their family day if they don't have one or maybe even enhance theirs? Well, the one thing is um, to commit themselves to a time. Yeah. That's, that's really where it starts. Yeah. Is uh, designate and, and the word that you used intentional is so important. Mm -hmm. You have to be intentional. This has to become something that's important to you. Another word you used was legacy. Yep. You have to have a vision for your family. And the vision has to extend beyond the now. Some parents are so caught up in the now, they have no vision for their family. That's right. You have to have a vision that says, I want to create something that is going to happen 10 years from now. 15 years from now, and I'm willing to invest even if I can't see the outcome right now. And then you have to believe in it. Yeah. You have to believe in what you're doing. And so you designate some time. And again, if it's 15 minutes, then commit yourself to that 15 minutes and give your family your all in that 15 minutes. Show up and be present. That's right. 100%. And if it's more than 15 minutes, if it's, if it's an hour, then construct something that reflects your family. What do you want your family to take away from this experience? Mm -hmm. What do you want your family 10 years down the road to remember about this experience? One thing that I'll share is that um, you and your sister were given an assignment in your elementary school by your teacher, and I forget which one it was, and you were asked to list all of your favorite holidays, and I would check your homework in the morning before you went off to school, and I remember going in to check the homework, and I read the assignment and looked at the top of the list, and you had family day, mm -hmm. and I had to debate with you that family day is not a holiday. <laughs> hmm. But the, the, the thing was, is that it was so important that it was number one on your list. And I remember the two of you going to school and telling your friends about family day and even inviting your friends to family day because it became so important. So yeah. parents, this is what I call life changing. Uh, mm. It can change your lives and it can change your children's lives as well. So what are some things that you would share with the parents um, that you feel are important about family day? Well, what you shared was so good, Daddy. 
And um, I just want to amplify the, the word that you used, which was commitment. Yes. Is that it does need to be important to you because your enthusiasm as a, a parent will ignite the enthusiasm of your kids. So if they see you being excited about it, they're going to want to jump on that train and be excited with you. Mm-hmm. So um, just want to uh, just reiterate that is that bring in the love and the joy and you be that so they can learn how to like know like, yeah, this is this is something we want to do. Right. Because it's something mm-hmm. that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just share, you know, just as a as a tip for maybe that person who's like, I don't really know where to get started. I'm not sure what exactly to do. Maybe, you know what, in my home, we didn't really have um, anything close to a family tradition that I would even want to replicate. <laughs> and that's just real. So one of the things that we did in my house is we um, did a vision board together. And in that vision board, we all got the magazines out, right? We talked about like, what do we, where, what do we envision for our family? And so we cut out pictures and we talked about those pictures and we put those pictures um, on our board and what it represented. And then we created a mission and a vision statement. And so Mm, for us, our, our mission statement is to keep God first and always be an example of love, unity, and peace. And our vision statement that we created was our vision is to be a family that laughs often, never gives up. Um, and spreads kindness of Christ's love in everything we do. So um, that's a tip that I would provide and make it fun. This is a fun experience. So it's not one more thing that's added onto your calendar, but it's an opportunity to dive deeper in more rooted connection and intimacy with your family and create legacy moments that will last a lifetime. Beautiful. Just like to say, as we close, sweetheart, to to the families, it, it's also a time where you can pull out a a game, a board game, yes, and play a board game together and laugh. Um, I shared with one family. I was doing some coaching, and um, there was a, a child in the family that was withdrawing, and they didn't understand how to how they could bring that child back in, and I. I said, get the pictures uh, of the the different uh, emotions uh, that people go through, sad, happy, angry, et cetera, and have each person point to where they are in the moment and, and share why. And they said, as they started doing this, she started coming out and, um, and she felt like she was being heard. Hmm. Well, today it, it changed her whole life and she's excelling in school and et cetera. But it's these little things that, like I said, become life changing. That's right. That we so often overlook because we're so focused on the big thing of sending them off to college right. <laughs> and creating right. a college fund. But we have to lay the building blocks to get them there. That's so good. And these are the building blocks. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. So I just want to invite any of you listening. Um, if you are just want more information or, you know, you're just need some help and support 
in creating what this could look like for you or even how to get started, reach out to us. Uh, we're more than happy to provide coaching and book a call and we can support you with that journey because what we know from our experience is that it's a beautiful one and you can and you deserve to have that in your household as well. So with that said, we thank you for joining us in this episode and we will see you in the next one. Be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed today's Daddy-Daughter Time episode. If you did, please take a moment to show your support for our show by subscribing and leaving an honest rating and review. Also, please tell the parents you know about our show so they can learn, grow, and benefit from it too. We look forward to connecting with you. And if you have any cool daddy-daughter experiences you'd like to share with us, don't hesitate to send us an email. Until next time, keep loving more, healing, and growing together. Stay blessed.